0: This is Shi'ar Jashub, coming from Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut, and featuring the teaching ministry of Pastor Greg Scalzo. Hi, I'm Patty Scalzo, and today we will be continuing a sermon in my husband's Through the Bible series on Heavenly Authority. The current message focuses on the administration office of the deacon. And when we left off last time, Pastor had begun the Apostle Paul's directions in 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 11, concerning deaconesses. Before we return to the message, I want to remind you about our church website at shiarjashub.org. And you can check Isaiah 7, verse 3, for the spelling of Shi'ar Jashub. On the website, you will find a library of both radio programs and Sunday sermon videos to help you in your walk with Jesus, as well as information about our church. Serious times require serious Bible study. So please visit our Shi'ar website today. Let me read 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 11 from the New King James for context. Likewise, their wives must be reverent, not slanderers, temperate, faithful in all things. Let's rejoin Pastor Greg Scalzo.
1: Their wives, the word, comes off the Greek word, there's a form of the Greek word, gunei, uh, which means a woman. A woman married or unmarried. And then it comes to mean a wife. It's equivalent to today's um, his woman, you'll hear in slang, meaning his wife. And it's the same word used in the Greek. For both woman and wife, and the context uh, depends on whether you translated woman, whether you translated wife, whether you translated bride. If you look down at verse 12, let deacons be the husbands of one wife, it's the same word gune, and clearly the context, he's the husband of one woman, that word gune means wife there. But it's difficult, it's one of the difficult words in the Greek, do you translate a woman or do you tr- translate it wife? Now, uh, here, the his is not in here. Um, In the Greek, it's Gune likewise, reverent, not slanderous, temperate, faithful in all things. So there's a debate whether it's speaking about the wife of the deacon being used in conjunction and speaking about the deacon, though down below it says, let the deacons be husbands of one wife, or whether it's speaking about female deacons after having talked about the male deacons and hence you have some translations likewise women or deaconesses. likewise deaconesses must be reverent, not slanderous, temperate, faithful in all things. The Greek just says woman and it's you have to then make the interpretation. Does it mean woman meaning a female deacon, a deaconess or woman meaning, Wife, as in the wife of the deacon we were just speaking about. Greek scholar Archibald Thomas Robinson uh, believes that it's probably, given the way it's ordered, a woman as a deacon, not just the wife of a deacon. Um, and certainly women could be deaconesses in the early church. And you know that from Romans chapter 16. In Romans chapter 16, in the New King James, it says, I commend to you Phoebe, I know some people say Phoebe, but supposedly the pronunciation is Phoebe. I commend to you Phoebe, our sister, who is a servant of the church in Sancreia, Sancreia, the eastern part of Corinth. In the NIV, it says, I commend to you our sister Phoebe, a servant of the church in uh, Sancreia. And that word for servant Diaconos. Remember, we talked about the different levels of meaning last time of diaconos. Uh, but here, it's most likely the official role of deacon because there's a phrase of the church, the diaconos of the church. And she's most likely the bearer of the letter of Paul, the epistle, to the church at Rome. So she's fulfilling the official office of a servant of the church to bring this letter. She's an officer, she's a deaconess of Sancria, and she's bringing the church of Rome, the letter from Paul. And you notice that our words, our English words, don't always line up with the Greek, right? When we think of minister, we think of someone in a higher calling than a deacon. But really, the word minister means servant. Uh, this was a position below that of the elder, pastor, bishop, a servant of the church, and Pheba uh, is that type of a servant. If you return to 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 11, it's also very likely that many of the deacons' wives were also deaconesses. Uh, you know, you have a mature family in the church, it's likely that both the husband and the wife will be doing service for that church handling the responsibilities. And you notice here that uh, the requirements to be reverent, again, that word is the same word you had up in verse 8, for the deacon, means nobly serious, uh, not Slanderers, not malicious gossipers or talkers. You know, you had up above about the deacons not being double tongued in verse uh, 8, not double tongued. Here you have for the woman not being a malicious gossiper. And one commentator wrote, uh, while men are more uh, prone to double tongued, women are more prone to be slanderers or malicious gossipers. Uh, I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, they He says here, must be reverent, not malicious gospers, not slanderers, temperate, and we've seen this word before, it's up above, for the bishop in verse 2 of chapter 3, that means sober, circumspect, careful, prudent, cautious, vigilant, awake, controlling desires, not excessive, temperate. And then it says, faithful in all things, faithful in all things, again, the importance of of the character of the person in Christ Jesus for the service, faithful in all things. And you can see not only the importance for deaconesses, uh, but for the deacon's wife as, as well, right, that their work can go forward. The office of the deaconess is similar to the office of the deacon, the same spiritual responsibilities, but most likely they could render those services necessary to women where it would not be appropriate for men. You know, in in some of the services and some of the ministry to the women, it's not always appropriate to have men doing those services and so you need women in the church that can do those services that everything's done properly. Uh, As early as the first part of the second century, you have extra biblical writings about deaconesses 112 AD, so you're very close to the early church. Pliny the Younger, he was the governor of Bithynia. He writes a letter to the Emperor Trajan uh, and he tells him uh, that in his investigation of Christians for the Emperor, he tortured two Christian maidens who were called in the church deaconesses. So here you have an extra biblical, a Roman negative Roman um, letter talking about how he had these two women tortured who were known to be deaconesses in their church Uh, and supposedly the office of the deaconess continued in the eastern church up until the 12th century verse 12 let deacons be the husbands of one wife ruling their children and their own houses well And again, you have the same requirement just as with bishops, a family man, married, faithful to one wife, not having multiple families, uh, and a good household manager. So if he can manage his household, if he can manage his children, if he's faithful to his wife and his children, he will have a better chance of managing the affairs of the church, of being faithful to the church ruling their children well. This is the same requirement we saw for the bishops, verse 12. Verse 13, For those who have served well as deacons obtain for themselves a good standing and great boldness in the faith which is in Christ Jesus. Uh, the NIV will say those who have served well gain an excellent standing and great assurance in their faith in Christ Jesus obtain, gain for themselves a good, excellent standing or step or grade of dignity, they'll be recognized as good stewards. People will see them as those you can trust, and so you would expect them then to receive even more responsibility. If they serve well as deacons, they bring to themselves a good reputation, a good standing, an excellent standing. And not only that, they what? They bring to themselves great boldness in the faith, which is in Christ Jesus. Assurance in their faith in Christ Jesus. Isn't that what happened to Stephen and Philip, right? And that word there means of speech, outspokenness. There's an absence of fear in speaking boldly about the Lord. Confidence is speaking about the Lord. As you do the Lord's work, as you serve in the church in your calling, confidence will grow Confidence in the faith, seeing work for Christ tackled, completed, and as you're doing it, as you throw yourself into it, you want to speak about why you're doing it. Boldness rises up. There's strength and encouragement inside yourself as you take this position in Christ. Confidence many times comes from servitude, to speak out about the Lord, to to stand in your faith. Sometimes today, some people will say in, the, in, in churches, I could never speak out like the pastor does. Well, if you do service for the Lord, if you do work, if you wait the tables, if you dedicate the time, you'll be surprised the boldness that God will build up in you, the great assurance in your faith. On our
0: website at shiarjashub.org, you will find information about our church, including location and times of our services, info on Pastor Greg's award-winning book, The Nature and Power of Prayer, and a library of hundreds of Bible study radio programs. And we have also added links for those who would like to listen to the Through the Bible Heavenly Authority series on Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. Plus, we have a significant video library of our Sunday sermons. We live stream the Sunday morning service at 10.30 a.m. on YouTube. And then the video is posted up on the Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle channel, both on YouTube and rumble.com, as well as on the church website itself for 24-7 access. Pastor Greg is currently teaching a fascinating series on last-day events, and Associate Pastor Francis David delivers topical sermons that help us understand the rich Hebrew and Greek of the Scriptures. The website address again is and you can check Isaiah 7, verse 3 for the spelling. Please join us next time For Shiar Jashub.